It's a story that has been more than three years in the making, yet it's a story that only we have been talking about publicly, but not any longer. The Competition and Markets Authority has finally released the provisional findings of a three-year investigation into alleged collusion within the UK demolition sector. <clears throat> the CMA has provisionally found that 10 companies illegally colluded to rig bids for demolition and asbestos contracts. All 10 were members of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors at the time, although one has since departed. Eight of the companies involved have admitted participation in bid rigging, while two more have not admitted their involvement. The CMA says that it should not be assumed that those two have broken the law. So, what are the details? Following an investigation launched in 2019, the Competition and Markets Authority, or the CMA, has provisionally concluded that the firms colluded on prices through illegal cartel agreements when submitting bids in competitive tender for contracts. These bids were rigged with the deliberate intention of deceiving the customer that they were competitive when that was not the case. The bids were rigged by one or more construction firms which agreed to submit bids that were deliberately priced to lose the tender. This practice is known as cover bidding and it can result in customers paying higher prices or receiving lower quality services. The CMA is proposing to impose fines on the businesses concerned if it reaches a final decision confirming that they have broken the law. In addition, the CMA has provisionally found that seven of the firms, on at least one occasion, were involved in arrangements by which the designated losers of the contracts were set to be compensated by the winner. The value of this compensation varied, but was higher than £500,000 in one instance. The CMA has provisionally found that the collusion affected 19 contracts for demolition work in London and the Midlands, including contracts for the development of Bow Street's Magistrates Court, and police station as well, uh, Metropolitan Police Training Centre, Selfridges, Oxford University, shopping centres in Reading and Taplow, and offices on the South Bank in London. Not all of the firms involved in colluding in each of these contracts, and not every contractor who submitted a bid for these contracts was involved in the alleged collusion. Eight of the firms have, however, admitted their involvement in at least one instance of bid rigging between January 2013 and June 2018. Those eight firms are Brown & Mason, Cantillon, Clifford Devlin, DSM, John F. Hunt, Keltbray, McGee and Scudder. Two other firms, Erith uh, Group and Squibb Group, have not admitted their involvement in any bid rigging and according to the CMA, it should not be assumed that they have broken the law. Uh, now, if you would like to read the full statement from the CMA, I've just posted a link to it in the chat. And if you'd like to look back at how this investigation came into being, then you could buy a copy of my book, The CMA Files, using the link that is also in. I'm going to um, be discussing this in a, a whole lot more detail immediately after. So we come to the CMA. 40 minutes into the show, and we're finally getting to the, the good stuff. Um... There are several things that didn't I didn't mention in the news part of the show. The first is, um, which we've already uh, alluded to, is that at least three of the companies implicated in the CMA probe have also just won a place on this Pagabo demolition and land remediation framework. How did they get through the vetting process and should they be allowed to remain? I'll leave you to discuss that. The second thing and you honestly can't make this stuff up. 
All 10 of the companies named by the CMA, including two that have not yet admitted any participation, are members of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors, the self-appointed voice of the demolition industry. You remember there was a saying post 9-11, not all Muslims are terrorists, but it seems that all terrorists are Muslims. Well, not all NFDC members are implicated in a collusion investigation. And I would stress that, not all NFDC members are implicated in this collusion investigation. But all those that are implicated are NFDC members. So bearing all of that in mind, bearing in mind that those companies have brought the entire industry into disrepute, bearing in mind that demolition is now plastered across ITV, uh, The Times, Construction Inquirer, Construction Index, I think building have picked up on it as well, as have we. You'd think that the NFDC might have the good sense to lie low for a bit, that it might rethink its stance on how it might be perceived by the wider industry and by the national news media. So where do you think the NFDC is hosting its annual convention this year, in just a month or two's time? Skegness? Nope. Blackpool? Nope. Torremolinos? No. Try Monte Carlo, the, f- the favoured home of the rich and the shameless, a place once described by Somerset Maugham as a sunny place for shady people. It, it, it really is shameless, isn't it? Uh, I, I just, I, I, I am really, really at a loss for words. Um, but I, today, there are companies that are utterly without guilt, utterly without guilt, and they are NFDC members. But for the foreseeable future they will be tarred with the same brush as those that have been caught with their fingers in the till. Um, They are NFDC members, along with the 10 that are alleged to have been involved uh, in this uh, investigation, and therefore they will be seen in the very same light, even though they have done not a single solitary thing wrong. Uh, They are fine, upstanding companies, I guess when all of the, when the dust finally settles, maybe, maybe those companies, the the upstanding ones that haven't been caught up in the investigation, might get their moment in the sun. Maybe they will take a step up um, the uh, food chain within the demolition industry. And maybe, as I say, they will get to enjoy their moment in the sun. I'd like to think so, but before we get to that moment in the sun, they have got to they, they have got to be or they will be tarred with the same brush. I guess my, my, my first point on that is, should the NFC have, NFDC have changed that? You know, Monte Carlo, having been there, I can assure you, it's a fantastic place and it's a superb location and I'm sure a great time will be had by all. And bearing in mind what I just said, the fact that not all NFDC members are tainted by this, should they pull the plug on a Monte Carlo uh, convention? Probably not, because that ultimately leads to punishing those that have not been involved. I don't know who's going to the uh, the convention. I would like to think that the any of those companies that are uh, implicated have had the the good sense and the the integrity to either not attend or have taken a step back. 
But even saying all of that, it just feels uncomfortable. Um, and there just seems to be... Now, I don't know whether this is down to the NFDC management or down to um, what is laughingly described as their marketing department. But surely they should be able to see what is referred to in media circles as the optics of this situation. The optics is the way that this appears. And the way that this appears is that 10 companies have been implicated in price fixing, eight have admitted um, involvement, all 10 are NFDC members, and the NFDC, with all of that information at their hands, at their fingertips, have said, yep, absolutely, that's, that is the current situation. Right, who fancies a trip to Monte Carlo? Doesn't look good, does it? And I, I guess I see these things in a different way because I am this close to the industry. Um, as far as I'm aware, I am the only media news outlet, call me what you will, that has picked up on the fact that all 10 companies um, that have been named by the CMA are NFDC members. But it's only a matter of time, surely. Um, it's only a matter of time before the likes of uh, Construction Inquirer and Construction Index uh, pick up on the fact that there is a link beyond just the collusion. There is a link between all of those 10 companies. And it wouldn't really be that hard for somebody at the Times to dig a little bit deeper or the BBC to dig a little bit deeper or the ITV or ITV to be a, dig a little bit deeper. So I, I in the vain hope that the uh, NFDC might put forward a spokesperson this morning, I did actually prepare some questions. They failed to show up. They failed to respond, as far as I'm aware. Let me have a look. I'm just going to fire up my email, which I normally have closed. Just want to make sure that I'm not speaking out of turn. Um, I have had a response. And that response, obviously, they didn't come on the show. So the uh, response says, on behalf of the NFDCC, NFDC CEO Howard Button and NFDC President William Crooks, please see the Federation comment in light of this morning's news. The Federation's role is to champion professional standards within the demolition industry. We have a clear code of conduct, which all members sign up to, that is designed to ensure the highest standards of industry practice. NFDC will be contacting the members referred to in the CMA announcement to understand their response to the CMA and, where appropriate, the measures they have or will put in place to ensure that such activity is prevented in the future. There's three paragraphs that don't say anything at all. So there is no no um, suggestion that those companies are going to be ejected. Uh, no um, suggestion that officers um, will be ejected either. So, given in the in light of their absence, um, and, and given the fact that um, they've just issued a very pat response, um, let me throw up the. These are the questions that I was planning to ask the uh, the good folks at the NFDC. The NFDC accounts for approximately one quarter of all UK demolition companies, and yet all 10 of the companies named in the probe are Federation members. How do you explain that? They're not here to answer. Maybe they will in the fullness of time. 
Will the companies implicated be removed from the NFDC? Will any officers involved be stripped of their titles and removed? As a federation, you recently boasted very proudly that only NFDC members were selected from the Pagabo Demolition and Land Remediation Framework. How do you feel now that several of those named have admitted involvement in price fixing? Is it appropriate that the NFDC should be hosting its annual convention in Monte Carlo at this time? And I, this was a question that I had in mind for uh, the incumbent president and the incumbent CEO. Will you be considering your position in light of the findings of the CMA investigation? And as you know, as you know, we've we've had a carefully worded response that says nothing at all. Now, <clears throat> I've mentioned this in the CMA Files uh, podcast, but I'm going to go, go over it again. If you are a, an honest, law-abiding, outstanding um, demolition company that is a member of the NFDC, and those companies that have been found um, to be involved in this uh, price fixing are allowed to retain, how does that sit with you? Bear, bearing in mind they've already brought the industry into disrepute, your um, your federation that uh, let me just re- read um, back what the uh, statement said um, the, the federation which champions professional standards if they fail to act and they keep those companies within their membership how do you feel about that because as i said earlier chances are you will be tarred with the same brush going further than that I've already mentioned the fact that there is a convention, but there are also uh, regional meetings of the NFDC. There are also national meetings of the NFDC. How do you feel as an NFDC member about sitting on the same table or at a neighbouring table with uh, individuals and companies that you know have been involved in price fixing? Now, not only is that an illegal activity, that illegal activity may well have robbed you of an opportunity to win work, for your company, for your employees, for your individual families. How do you how how does that sit with you? you know, would you would you choose to go and break bread with people that you know have been um, effectively up to no good at enormous cost? Bearing in mind what we're talking about here, you know, we're talking some major projects. Um, and I've got the list here somewhere. Um, and apparently, the projects uh, included, um, uh, they were across the London London and the Midlands, including contracts for the development of Bow Street's Magistrates Court and Police Station, the Metropolitan Police Training Centre, Selfridges, Oxford University Shopping Centres in Reading and Taplow, and offices on the South Bank as well. The bid rigging uh, conduct relates to 19 contracts worth over £150 million. So that price fixing activity has taken £150 million out of um, out of the game, effectively, for those uh, law-abiding and upstanding companies. How do you feel about that? Personally, I think a disgrace. Um, and the very fact that... Um, Nothing appears to be being done about it. Um, 
you also have to question the companies themselves. Bearing in mind that it is now clear that they are bringing the um, the industry into disrepute, and by association they are bringing the NFDC into disrepute, should they not do the honourable thing and step aside, step down, walk away, even for a temporary period? You know, even if they they volunteer to to leave for a year, two years, five years, whatever it might be, should they not be doing that? Um, or is there is there a lack of honour there? I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to get your feedback on it. Um, it's proved extremely timely, and I can assure you I had no inside track on this, uh, but we did uh, bring out our CMA book, um, or the CMA Files book, uh, just a week ago, um, and it is selling It's selling okay. It's not It's not exactly threatening uh, J.K. Rowling's um, position on the uh, book charts, but it's doing okay. But if you want to get a copy of that, um, it is in the chat. The CMA Files, just to explain, we produced it as a podcast um, over a period of about six or seven weeks um, with the plan of doing the final version um, or the final episode, should I say, in July when, when we were expecting to get the uh, announcement on CMA. Obviously, this announcement is ahead of schedule, which is a good thing, which means that I can now do an interim um, episode, which I will be doing probably over the weekend. Um, but it does... Just going back to the CMA um, website, um, and it says that the CMA provisionally finds illegal cartels, um, and it—I mean, basically—it is yet to decide whether um, the CMA is proposing to impose fines on the businesses concerned if, if it reaches a final decision confirming they have broken the law. Um, now, my guess is. They will. Um, they will be found guilty because they've admitted to guilt. I, I guess. I, I, I can't say I'm a legal expert, but that was certainly where I, I see it going. So, on that basis, there must be another stage. So, my plan now is to do um, an episode, a further episode of the CMA files, which, as I say, I'll record over the weekend, um, and we'll get that up and out probably on Monday if we can. Um, but then they will ha- then we'll be back into a waiting pattern, I guess, um, until they actually deliver the the final blow that says, yes, there was Ill- illegal activity. These were all involved. These are the level of fines. Case closed. Um, so it looks like the CMA, d- despite the fact that the ball has semi, excuse me, semi dropped today, it looks like it's got a little bit further to drop as yet. Ultimately, this. This impacts individuals. Um, there will be companies out there, and companies are made of people. Um, there will be companies out there that failed to win the, a, a fair slice of that £150 million that I referred to earlier because they were effectively kept out of this um, price fixing cartel. So they lost. You don't get every job. That's the, that's the nature of the demolition business. But if, if everyone was competing on a level playing field, the chances are somebody that's not part of this cartel investigation may have won some of that work. And they didn't because a one or more, or two or more, cartel is, is not a, um, a thing you do in isolation. So two or more companies decided to keep others out 
and they have had those proceeds themselves. Um, it's not fair. It's not fair at all. Um, despicable behaviour, disgusting behaviour. Yes, it totally is. And, and I, I, strongly enough, I was stopped in the aisles yesterday at Hillhead uh, and asked this very same question by a, a guy that used to be very closely connected to um, to the demolition industry. Not so much now. And he was asking about, um, you know, what the likely outcome was likely to be and everything else. And, and bizarrely, I wasn't able to tell him what the outcome would be. Um, because, I mean, the CMA plays its cards very, or has up until now, played its cards very close to its chest for one thing. But also, you know, within the industry, the ultimate... Um, Policing, I guess, particularly as they are all members, rests again with the NFDC. And it appears that the NFDC is not currently planning to take any uh, real action on this. And I understand it. I understand it. You know, some of those companies that are mentioned in that um, list um, are some of the biggest demolition companies in the country and are some of the biggest members of the International Federation of Demolition Contractors. To lose them, let's let's call a spade a spade. The NFDC has has seen its influence wane over the years. Anyway, it's currently sitting on its lowest membership for forever, pretty much. Um, if it were to lose the membership of those companies, if it were to eject those companies, expel those companies that have been found um, or that have admitted involvement in this, the NFDC would be weakened to the point of it, it would it would probably be terminal I would guess um, so my guess and it is just a guess because again they have supplied a, a statement that says something but also says nothing at all uh, my guess is that they will try to retain those companies in order to retain their um, what what influence they currently believe they have um, and by doing so, by doing so, I think they potentially harm those other companies um, that are members and that are not involved in all of this. Despite everything, there are um, some clients and some local authorities that insist upon NFDC membership as part of their tender process. What is that NFDC membership worth if it is proven, which we're on the verge of it being proven, that a proportion of its membership have been involved in um, illegal price fixing? Do those local authorities and those clients that insist upon NFDC membership now look upon NFDC membership as, um, as it used to be back in the day? A badge of honor or do they now see that as some sort of taint or tarnish upon the the good name of demolition if if they if they take that second option again my concern is that there are companies out there that have had no dealings with this cartel business whatsoever that go about their own business highly professional completely independent they, they won't be swayed they're not part of any old boys club or anything like that but because they are NFDC members, they will be mired in the same thing. 
Um, uh, I think it's it's desperately unfortunate. Uh, uh, let's be honest, right? Let's let's be absolutely clear here. The demolition industry in the UK and the demolition industry across the globe um, is not. It's not squeaky clean, and, and I, I think it would be naive to suggest that it 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 is or ever has been. But having written the history of the National Federation of Demolition Contractors, the original and therefore the best version, uh, the NFDC came from a very, very good place. Uh, it was formed in, during the Blitz in the Second World War. And it was formed basically to make safe buildings damaged in the Blitz. So demolition contractors, predominantly in London, were, were pulled together legend has it it was at the behest of um uh, winston churchill although there's no actual proof of that but that that is the, uh, the the legend and though that that community of of demolition contractors once the war was over decided actually let's let's stick together let's uh, work together and make the um, demolition industry better and safer for all and for many many years that is precisely what it did. Now, as I say, I'm not, I'm not for one moment suggesting that past, past officers, past presidents, all the people that have been members over the years, I'm not suggesting for one moment that any of them were angels. I'm sure some were. I'm not suggesting that. But after eighty odd years of NFDC. Um, of the NFDC being the, I don't know, I, I guess the, it is still perceived to be like the pinnacle of the industry. You know, I, I even speak to uh, companies now, despite the fact that all that's, all that's going on with the CMA and everything else, there are some companies that still aspire to NFDC membership. And yet that feels like, as of this morning, we all knew it was coming, but as of this morning, that badge of honour is now tainted and tainted quite possibly beyond repair. Um, I think it's it's a sad indictment on a once great institution. Um, I think it's a sad indictment on the modern demolition industry and I think it taints a, 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 an institution that had such a proud history. And I just think terribly, terribly sad. Terribly, terribly sad. Um, I, I would like to think the NFDC is around about 140, 145 members. Those that have been caught up in this are 10. So there's 130, 135 others out there. Now is the time for them to make their voice heard. Now is the time for them to stand up and call for change to call for heads to roll, to call for the expulsion of the guilty parties, to call for um, a new regime in which this is never permitted to happen again. There are those, there are those that believe I've got it in for the NFDC. I haven't. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I haven't got it in for the NFDC. The, the demolition industry deserves a, it needs a trade association and it deserves a trade association it doesn't deserve this one 
it doesn't deserve one. The early indications suggest are not looking to um, penalise those that have been involved in collusion and that have brought the industry and their own federation into disrepute um, purely to protect their membership. I guess I don't know. It's it's too early to say. But if the NFDC really wants to be um, seen as the arbiter of all things good in um, the demolition industry, I'll be the first. I'll put my head on the block. If the NFDC wants to be the arbiter of all things good in the demolition, demolition industry, then it should call for the expulsion of all those that have been implicated in CMA investigation immediately. There you are. That's my thoughts.